Welcome everybody to Day Cast from the Coast. My name is Adam Miles and I'm joined as always by Josh Lambert, Aaron Peerless, and Tim Johnson. Tim, what are we talking about tonight? Well, we are revisiting a series that I prayed would be over and we would never have to do it again. But because our dear castmate and friend Aaron is back, we are going to continue with his favorite series, Phantasm. And tonight we're talking about Phantasm 4, Oblivion. Stay tuned, everybody. hear from you the story you want me to regale you with the story i want you to regale you us with the story how long that would take i would have to make diagrams and fucking yarn maze we don't have that kind of time we don't have that kind of time so how about this i'll give you a sentence mike travels through time and dimensions to find the tall man's origins oh okay Mm -hmm. Okay, well, that sums up the movie. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Have a good night. Thank you, bye. All right. Um, this is a bit of a mindfuck of a movie. It is a weird this one time? in the series. Yeah. <laughs> what did you just said, Josh? <laughs> this one's a mindfuck of a movie. Well, okay. I'm going to be blunt about this. This movie, um, I watched it the first time it came out, and it was definitely my least favorite of the series at the time. It was horrendously slow, and it didn't seem like it was actually picking up any any bit of a pacer otherwise here. So, what? what? Timothy. What? <laughs> um, what? <laughs> simple movie. As <laughs> per... Thinking, like, did these guys not watch the other ones? Is there an alternate cut that we've been tricked with? Calm yourself down, Timothy. Calm. I'm confused already. Like, what's going on? Tim's crying. <laughs> and if okay. you hadn't reviewed it, then you wouldn't be sitting there crying. That's laughing so hard. That's right. Um... <laughs> Okay, so the film opens up, obviously, where part three leaves off. Just the same as every one of the Phantasm movies. Uh, Mike has fleed the mortuary in the hearse. Reggie's trapped inside with the tall man and the spheres. Um, And the tall man decides to let Reggie go. So uh, it just continues the story from there. 
Mike's brother Jody appears uh, in spherical form, as he is kind of at the at the end of the third one as well. And uh, they basically uh, him and jo- uh, Jody and Reggie decide to go looking for Mike because Mike's obviously gone and disappeared. Um, obviously. obviously, this is what's happened. So it's always a story of somebody searching for somebody else, whether they're searching for the tall man or searching for each other because they somehow got lost in the mix and, and, and are nowhere around each other. Um, in the end, Mike is basically trying to figure out the mysteries and the origin of the tall man as per the synopsis and the story that Tim regaled us with. And uh, this movie kind of falls to the side of a little bit more background as to where the tall man kind of came to be, if you want to say that. It's got a really weird fucking sequence of like almost like time travel where Mike is actually there. And he's like talking. A little weird, Tim. A little, little strange it's that the, the main str- villain is introduced as a fucking old dude on a plantation drinking lemonade. A little strange, bud. A <laughs> little peculiar. Just a, just no. A, just, a, just a little peculiar. <laughs> um, I guess you got to see the other three to understand what's going on. Right? <laughs> <laughs> is that what happened? Oh, man. Like, before you continue... Before you continue, Adam, um, I just felt, I literally felt this whole time watching all five of these movies that I missed the previous movie. Like, yeah, you just like, I, I think we said it before when we were talking about, but this movie needs like a compendium, a fucking dictionary to go with it. An encyclopedia like of phantasm. Like, crawl or like a fucking summary at the start. No, that would be horrible. Could you imagine a summary of these last four movies summed up previously in on roll? Phantasm? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing made sense. Let's freak out. And then, like, an hour later, it's like, now for the next episode. Oh, fuck. Um, okay, so who do we have for main returning characters in this movie? We have Mike, obviously, played by Michael Baldwin. Um, we have Reggie, played by Reggie Bannister. Uh, Jody's played by Bill Thornbury. Uh, there's the the new taste of the movie for for Reggie. His new flavor of the month is uh, is a girl by the name of Jennifer that he finds, and uh, we have the tall man played by Angus Scrim. So we have the general ragtag group of people plus once again some chick that Reggie always falls for in one of these fucking movies. Uh, this time by a, a blonde that he finds on the side of the road. Um, <laughs> what is there to say about the fucking characters? Michael still as confusing as ever. Jody's still a fucking spherical. Uh, the, he's a sphere at this point. Uh, the tall man's still winning because nobody can fucking catch him. Uh, Jennifer is a fucking wily tall tall man. Yeah, hottest boss. Jennifer is a a a. a endangered person that Reggie decides that he needs to save, but spoiler, doesn't. And, uh, yeah. Are we gonna talk about the fact that this is just a bad Star Wars movie? What? But he straight up does Jedi training. He goes out into the desert, produces his own sphere out of machinery, just like Luke produces his fucking lightsaber. Then he learns the ways of the Force, sorry, I mean the tall man. 
Bart's the way of the tall man. You know what? It's super cool, though, because he built all that shit out of a hearse. How cool is that? Hat. Do you want to know what I feel like we need to do? I feel How like... do you build a, 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 an alien sphere out of a fucking radiator? A perfectly uh, round no, no, no. one and, get, get, and perfectly no, no, polished. No, no, no. listen, listen, listen. We've never done this. Do you want to know what? I want Aaron to fucking gush about this movie for a couple minutes. No, I do. Tell us what's feel... great about it, Aaron. Yeah, why Why this is... Just fucking gush about it, man. You love these movies. I do. Defend them. Okay, there, there is a cult following for these films, and I am one of the following. Yes, and End of story. There. Cults are okay? bad, man. Cults <laughs> are bad. Cults are bad. Uh, um, I don't know what it is that gripped me with this with this whole series. Now, granted, I wasn't a huge fan of Ravager. I wasn't. Ravager. Ravager. The fifth one, Ravager. Because of the we- weird CGI and, and stuff in it. And a lot of the fans that looked at that movie didn't like that. But when it comes to Phantasm movies, number four actually wasn't that bad. Um, the first time I watched it, did I get lost? Oh, hell yeah, I got lost. I got lost... I mean, the movie was over that direction, and I was over in the woods in this direction, and I'm like, what the hell is going on here? But, you know what? After watching this film, uh, what, 10, 15 years later, I finally kind of understand what's going on. And I like the lure of the tall man. I thought Angus (laughs) Grimm did a wicked job on it. And I like the fact that they can't get this guy, and when are they going to learn, obviously, that this guy is more powerful than what they ever thought? What are they going to learn? They can't. Yeah, but I'm just you know, trying to wrap my head around that it took a lifelong fan 15 years to understand this film. The fan was... 15 years of thinking about this film, and he has a grasp on it. We'll get there, bud. Reggie, Reggie to me, is makes me laugh every time I see the guy. Right? Reggie oh, is so, Reggie, Reggie, gold. Reggie I'm not denying that. He's the sole reason why I think I really enjoy these films is because of the stupidity that Reggie puts up with. He gets battered around. Me, Reggie. He gets shut down by the ladies. He's trying to mack on the ladies, which is even funnier. Right? It's just it, he drives a wicked car. He's got the best mullet on the planet. And he's got a motherfucking four-barrel shotgun, bitches. Yeah, Reggie is, and we've discussed this before. Reggie, Reggie, <laughs> pretty much is the best part of these movies for not for to all mention they got Jawas in this. So what? They what? Not to mention they have Jawas in this. Yeah, just another point that it's a bad Star Wars. <laughs> the <movie>. Death Jawas. <laughs> Death Jawas, a man who goes to the desert to learn the ways of the Force and produces his own magical alien machinery. Hey, in spears. And the bad guys dressed in all black and real tall. Spear, right. f- spheres that attack That's you, just voice. like the Death Star and or the the training sphere that Luke uses. See, yeah, okay. See, it looks more like the training sphere, Josh. I don't, I don't like what you guys are doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. Imagine I, this Death Sphere is the Death Star, no, and your head no. is Alderaan. <laughs> you know what? It does have some pretty close similarities to Star Wars. I'm I'm getting offended, <laughs> and triggered, and triggered, triggered. That's okay. In the reboot, they'll have a Yoda character. <laughs> Shut up, Adam. And, and Ed will also find <laughs> I'm your father. The, the tall man says that. Boy, boy. All right, moving you're on. My boy. I, I'm honestly surprised they didn't drop that. 
Your my boy. man wasn't like, I am your father. Oh, shit. Okay, we're way off on this one. Guys, I just want to move Aaron, on I, and I, hear... I, your mom. <laughs> I just want to move on and hear Josh's notes. Josh, Help. please produce your notes. I'll, uh, I'll log off. Just send me a text when, uh, when Josh <laughs> finishes. Okay? I'll, I'll see you guys. <laughs> just stick your ears, your fingers in your ear and go, la, 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 la. <laughs> Uh, my first viewing of Phantasm 4 yeah. took place August 10th, 2020 first at 8.55pm. Damn, we watched uh, this a long time ago. We did. did. Uh, just think, we only have like 13 and a half more years until we understand it. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. We got that to look forward to. Yeah. Um, th- this feels like a fevered nightmare to me at this point. Like, we watched it so long ago, and I, it was lost forever, and now it's returned. Uh, uh, my first note was, okay, this film will surely explain everything. <laughs> it's not the same first note you've had with the second yes. and the third. Yes. <laughs> this one's good. I'm, I'm an optimistic man. <laughs> uh, hey, this, this, is a, this is a positive. The tall man honestly has a badass present at this point, with belt with the balls floating behind him. That's a that's a thumbs up. Mm. Uh, so, so many flashbacks. Holy fuck! This recap actually does a decent job of explaining what has happened so far, even though none of it makes sense. The tall man spared Reggie. Why? So many balls. They're all CG. Yep. And then just the word oblivion with the question mark. Oblivion? What the fuck? The tall man killed a poor dog for no reason. He had a purpose. Now he's just mean. Fucking Jody. I wrote, aww. Reg is old now imagine being 50 plus and your claim to fame is this dumpster fire of a series <laughs> this poor man is getting invited to horror conventions to sign fucking autographs of his fucking ridiculous looking mullet with ball top I don't even, what, what even was this hairdo I think it's just called the reg I don't think anyone else we're, has we're gonna it. call it the ice cream man <laughs> the reg uh, the hearse has a mind of its own, for fuck's sakes. Uh, wormhole portal coffins. Is this like little monsters where after midnight the coffins are portals? <laughs> How has the Ridge been on the road all this time with no job? Like, where did he get all his money? How is he paying his gas? He thieves. Uh, at this point, my fiance walked in and said, quote, I thought he died. <laughs> At which point I said, oh, he did. That was a different movie. What the fuck? Who is this Hellraiser wannabe? <sighs> Who is this Hellraiser wannabe? What cops don't keep a flathead in the dash? Blow me. Reggie has reached one lighter status. <laughs> Some cops can be real arseholes. Okay, at this point, 
they know their Jawas. For fuck's sakes, they straight up use like a Tatooine set. Like they know what they're doing at this point. They can claim as much as they want that when they originally designed the character, you know, they had no knowledge of Star Wars. But at this point, Star Wars is pretty big and pretty popular. Just his suit. This is like little monsters. After midnight and when the light hits, he turns just into clothes. <laughs> Star Wars. Well, could he monsters. possibly have given away in a will? He's been on the run since he was like 14. Civil War? Question mark? Oh, come on, part four. You were doing so well. Now you add in time travel. He's going to kill himself. I don't remember the tall man being hung. Okay, so do these guys legit have a time machine? There's no other way that's not another actor. He looks exactly the same. Did they have a whole fucking movie that got scrapped and reused here? Is there like a lost phantasm film that like 10 years from now it's going to get recut and me and Tim are going to have to sit down and watch? <laughs> yep. <laughs> really? Cut him down? <clears throat> this is my domain exclusively. Can he summon the poles? What the actual fuck is he now? I think the key to the series is just being high. It's the only way it could ever make sense. In my <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> Tall man is offering lemonade. Oh, Jebediah Morningside. Holy shit. It's the Ozzy Osbourne looking grandma from the first one. Well, a female is passing me on the highway. Better give her the old Reggie charm. I wrote, oh, Reggie, too much charm, bud. Ten to what odds he bangs her. This film is about a young man who develops powers to move things with his mind while fighting small brown robed creatures in a desert while being chased by a tall man dressed in black. Hey, that sounds like a movie I like. <laughs> Don't it? And it's not Phantasm. <laughs> what the fuck is the dagger all about? An entire field of portal poles. Come on, Reg, I'm rooting for you here. He made a death ball from his car radio and alternator. You reckon Reggie's wife was like, babe, you're too old to be banging hot 20-year-olds. What the fuck? Mike was a tall man. Oh, no. Beetle boobs. Beetle boobs. <laughs> Big bad beetle boobs. All boobs. That was some straight-up Three Stooges stuff where they bonked each other's heads off. <laughs> what the fuck? A tuning fork. Why are they retconning new story elements? There's plenty that they haven't explained already. They really don't need to add more nonsense. <laughs> Ready to sell ice cream and kick ass, and I'm all out of ice cream. Oh, oh shit. Did Tallman leave his suit behind because he wants Mike to don it after his Jedi training? The old quad barrel shotgun returns. Man, the Reg looks like Hank from Breaking Bad. <laughs> He's not an alien. He's a man in search of immortality. 
So Jody is bad? Question mark. What the fuck? This tuning fork stops the tall man and makes balls explode. Ice cream man. That's all in his. It was all in his head. What does that even mean? It's time travel, boy. All these years for Mike. All these years for Mike Ball. What the fuck is he gonna do with it? I don't know what that means. Uh, <laughs> is there a lost phantasm film? Because I don't think they have the technology to do these flashbacks. Another phantasm film that leaves Reggie to die and ends with nothing that makes sense. Those are my notes of Phantasm 4. Oblivion. First thing I'm going to say, thank you, Josh. I find it extremely entertaining that there were notes that you wrote that even you were like, I have no fucking clue why I wrote that. I, I mean, it, it was months ago. <laughs> yeah, but you'd assume that it would, like, you know, resurrect some deep, dark uh, memory where you're like, I, oh, no, I hated he's, that. He's, no. he's post-traumatic, <laughs> like, PTSD. Post-traumatic and... phantasm disorder. PTPD. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for that, Josh. With that, we're going to move on to Aaron. Aaron, this time you're not gushing. You're talking about the effects work, please. And Sam gush in there Dix. if you want. You can still gush. <laughs> I'm not going to gush anymore. Obviously, I will never live this one down for the rest of my life. We love you anyway. Continue. Yeah. Well, if my lights weren't red, you'd see me friggin' blushing. Huh. Alright, I have a few notes here, boys. I imagine. <laughs> what did you think of the effects work in this, Sarah Josh? Tim? Adam? I thought they were good. The big like, bad I didn't hate it. Fine. Like no. that's not my problem with these movies. No, no. I'm just asking a straight up you know question what, what you thought no, of them. I, yeah. I thought well, it was legitimate. good. I thought, I thought they were good. No, I legit thought they were they weren't bad. Yeah. You should um, think they were really good because they were done by Howard Berger, the K&B FX team, yeah. which can like some serious players here. Robert Kurtzman. I feel that it, it, it met the standard of a 1998 horror movie. Cool. Sure. Do you know awesome. what I mean? Like, yeah. I didn't think they were horrible. Yep. But, at but all. You can buy the best sprinkles on the planet, and if you put them on a dog turd, it ain't going to taste like a cup of cake, <laughs> Depends how many you put on it. I don't know. Uh, did you guys know that Gigi Bannister? That's Reggie's wife. Reggie's wife uh -huh. was an actual makeup artist in this movie? Yep. And that's how they met? That's how they met? On this film? Well, no. I mean, they, they met in film, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of cool, eh, that, they, that she met. She ended up doing a bunch so of she was on parts. set. Yeah, with this one and the next one. Ravager. Watching right? Reggie bang all these 20-year-olds. No, we're watching Reggie trying to. We're watching Reggie get his Mac on, or lack thereof. <laughs> <clears throat> Alright, so uh, I love the opening sequence with the graveyard and mausoleum. I think that's that was really cool. I thought it had like a lot, really good uh, uh, opening, and I thought it was a really good start to the fourth. Um, I just want to say that when I first saw this, I really didn't I did, was lost, just like Josh and Tim. But uh, you know what? This one, I, I felt like I kind of gained a little bit by watching this and gaining gained a little bit of um, knowledge as to where the story was going. 
don't get me to explain it because I'll never, we'll be here all night. Um, I love the mirror contact lenses that were used to make it look like the ball is in the, in the head, right? Mm. Uh, Reggie hanging by the spheres. Uh, I did see that it reveals monofilament. So some of the spheres that were hanging around Reggie when he was pinned up in the corner, you can see the actual monofilament if you look really carefully or you pause the scene. Um, <laughs> yeah, you can't. Yeah, faceless no, apparition. Can't. The faceless apparition in the back of the hearse was awesome. I thought that was kind of creepy. Um, I think Reggie just loosened the nuts on his car. So when he's at the scene where he's on the side of the road, he's actually going lefty-loosey not righty tidy. Um, I don't know if you guys picked up on that, but uh, no, exactly. nobody picked up on that. <laughs> I was like, man, what's he doing? He's loosening his wheel and he's going to get in drive away. That's going to be great. Uh, awesome full head uh, makeup on the highway cop. I thought his makeup was done really well. Um, when he spits up the goo and shit and it goes in Reggie's mouth. I thought that was pretty cool too. Uh, it looked like custard. Probably was. Um, Hope so. Yeah. I like it when they use food as the uh, bile. It's good. <laughs> it is. Get some mouth, is. mouth custard going. I do. Custard, Adam, cherry pie filling. <laughs> <laughs> the pyro scene with the cop, the big explosion, I thought was pretty cool too. The pyro in these movies is actually, you got to give it a solid thumbs up because, I mean, the houses are exploding, friggin' cars are exploding really well. Like, it's looking pretty decent for pyro, right? Um, I know they used too much pyro in the house explosion, if you guys remember. Uh, I was talking about that, and it made for a really cool, really cool scene. Um, a perfect camera work I've got here with special effects peeling back the forehead piece on Mike's forehead there. Right? Yeah. Uh, um... The embalming rod up the nose. That was kind of traumatizing. A pretty cool uh, illusion effect going on there. Yep. Uh, nice hanging scene. Very cool tree setup uh, in the desert. I really like that gnarly tree out in the desert. I thought that was, that was uh, yeah. pretty raw. Right? Like for an artistic point of view, you have the whole desert there and you got this tree and the subject right there. And it's like three different things happening at once. Uh, I thought it was really cool. It kind of reminded me of the cell, in a way, that scene, mm. right? Mm. A little bit, yeah. Um, so the uh, the chick that he's getting at, going after, this Jennifer chick who's driving that Vega or whatever it is. Um, I don't know if you guys noticed, but when you first see her car, she's got a set of hubcaps on it. And then later on down the road, she rolls the car, and it's got a different set of wheels on it. I don't know if you guys noticed that. But, and uh, what is your problem you're sick in the head i'm sorry man that's just what i noticed <laughs> i mean i'm How already sick in the head. That? i'm already sick in the head josh i like these movies apparently that's insane yeah go you back the have changed absolutely they, they, it's a dramatic change it's not just a little change it's dramatic <laughs> the car could literally change and i wouldn't notice <laughs> yeah but but to be Probably fair josh has. to be fair be fair. Aaron is watching a movie with his eyes wide open. Damn right. Like, they could literally be driving a yellow Camaro and it flip over and it'd be a fucking New York taxi cab. And I'd be like, yeah, checks out. It's yellow. <laughs> I pay attention to these details because this is what makes and breaks a movie for me, boys. I know what goes into, into a movie. Right? Come and I really do. Like, I, I, and, and if they can keep it, 
if they can keep the script supervising continuity within play, then I really enjoy a movie more when it's super tight like that. I love it. Uh, but these little things give me something to talk about too, right? So. I oh, like I love it. Don't stop. Yeah, yeah. But I think you're All sick. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good compliment. I got I got laughter here, and I got Reggie and the ladies. Obviously, right? That's a uh, that's one of Reggie's things. And then I have nice effects on the boob spheres. Um, it was definitely hot foam. It was blended out beautifully, uh, but you, it had kind of a weird sheen to it, like not a really fleshy-looking sheen, but it was uh, it was a good effect. It, it <laughs> you know, the spheres come out of the boobies. You don't real you don't realize it until uh, the uh, it kind of reminded me of what was it the first or second one where he unveils the creature in the basement in the, in the um, back in the crematorium. Yeah, and and the back comes out, telling tall man telling Reggie where to find him. Right. Look like baby Frank um, Krueger. <laughs> nice hand penetration effect with Reggie's hand in rundown motel. I don't even know what that means. Nice yes, you do. Effect. You know exactly what that means. Penetration. <laughs> of the hand. If there's any kids watching this episode, uh, you better get them to log off right now. Go back to bed. Yeah, exactly. Get uh, the fuck out of here. <laughs> Reggie's KFC outfit looks badass. Um, <laughs> his transition. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, his transition. See, nice transition on Tall Man, uh, Morningside to Tall Man. So I really like how it gives a soft side of of Jebediah, and then you get to see what he's actually turned into. So you get to see how he was in the different time or or back in time, and now you see what he's become. So I thought that was a nice little, um, a nice little contrast between those two. Um, he seemed like a really gentle grand, grand, grandpa. I, I'd, I'd like him as a grandpa. Well, he's That's like cool. a scientist. Yeah. Well. He's yeah. conducting experiments, crazy quantum yeah. physics, time experience, stuff. and then he gets warped by the whatever when he goes to the portal, right? Right. Yeah. He was developing these portals in his. What is it? His lemonade making or something? Plantation. Right. His, lemon, his lemonade plantation. His lemon plantation. <laughs> they were all the rage in the South, you know. I really like the effects work on pulling the ball out of Mike's skull. <clears throat> I thought that was kind of funky, right? But the ball's so big, like, what's left in his head? He's got no brain left, right? Um, but it was really cool effects. I like how they cut it. They cut it perfectly to, to make the effect work uh, with the illusions and things like that. And uh, I really enjoyed this film. Um, I, I didn't before, and I thought this one was uh, was pretty good. You know, like as far as as far as the Phantasm series goes, I like one, two, three, and I do like four now. But the the fifth one now, I don't know. We'll have to see what my review would be on that one. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Are there any questions? No, please. Did you just ask if we had any questions? Yes. Oh, Don't answer that. Don't answer Hello, everybody. I am Fabio Frizzi, and you are listening to Daycast from the Coast. Let's fill the hour. <laughs> <laughs>
Haven't we already? Ha- yeah, ha- how about we don't, and uh, we're just going to move along here because it's a very special time during this episode. Do you know what time, time it is? is? It? What time is it? Trivia time with Tim! Yeah! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> yeah! All right. This movie was filmed in 23 days. Okay. Checks out. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, the dagger scene in the film is the same prop used in the original Phantasm 1979. I don't even remember a dagger in the original. What even is the dagger? I don't know. That's what it says. Uh, in the original script, Tim's character, portrayed by Kevin Connors in Phantasm 3, Lord of the Dead, was savagely eaten alive by the Jawas at the beginning of the movie. But budget constraints prevented that scene from being filmed. Um, I find a lot of the oh no, they're good size. I I I was gonna say a lot of these are really really wordy. I'll find some shorter ones just to kind of rapid fire. Um, how do you say Don's last name? Don Coscarelli. Coscarelli. Yeah. Coscarelli. Yeah. Okay. So Don Coscarelli's son Andy, as well as fans of Todd. Uh, Malcolm and Roger Avery have cameos in the Civil War fat. The Civil War flashback. Uh, the, uh, around the 22-minute mark, Bob Ivy burned his feet performing the dangerous fire gag involving the exploding police car. Ooh, At, around the five-minute mark, Angus Scrim was suffering from laryngitis during filming of the opening scene. That's why his usual Deep, tall man voice sounds more like Orson Welles. Um, Pretty much all the silver sphere effects were done in camera. Hmm. Uh, The Jawa that gets shot in the face with the handgun by Reggie was played by a very young Wendy Coscalari. I said his name wrong. Don's daughter. Um, okay, so the synopsis for the cancelled Phantasm's End script, written by Roger Avery, goes as follows. Okay, so this is what this movie was supposed to be. The year is 2012, and there are only three US, U.S. states left. Between New York and California is the wasteland known as the Plague Zone. Unfortunately, the evil tall man controls that area. Since many people are dead, the tall man is able to make thousands of Jawa slaves for his planet daily in the Mormon mausoleum. Besides him, the other residents are beggars, human-like creatures that are infected by the tall man's blood. The Jawas, and of course, the Silver Spheres, are all trying to break out of the barrier that contains them into the real world. A group of high-tech troops are sent in to destroy the Red Dimension, where the tall man gets his power. Reggie follows so he can make Mike a series of... so he can find Mike after a series of nightmares that he had. Will they be able to destroy the tall man for good? No. (laughs) Never. (laughs) Climactic. So that was the original, uh, and it was called Phantasm's End. Interesting. I like the title. I like the title a lot. <laughs> yeah, that'd, uh, that'd be great. <laughs> All right, so 
after a very mixed fan reaction and some harsh criticism received. <laughs> harsh criticism? Really? Uh, received real. in retaliation to Phantasm Three: Lord of the Dead. Don decided that he'd already gone too far in the action comedy direction. He wanted to bring the saga back to its roots, crafting a low-budget sequel more focused in horror and surrealist aspects of the story in vain of the original Phantasm. At the same time, plenty of unused footage from the original film was located after being lost for years. The conjunction of both things ultimately became the basis of Phantasm Four: Oblivion. So that's why, Josh. I feel like there's like a whole, whole other movie's worth of. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was a bunch of lost, lost, lost footage. Um, that's unfortunate. They found it. Yep. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't hide it good enough. Uh, <laughs> Someone had it in like a chest and buried it in the Amazon jungle, and they yeah. still found it. Yeah. In 1998, uh, interview with writer director Don stated Phantasm Four was being filmed just to make money out of the series. <laughs> no. That's what he Imagine. said. As a sequel to uh, the movie series, the official Phantasm comic book was, was released, edited by Ex-Shima. Back uh, it up. Ex-Mishima. There's additional content to this series? Yep. Maybe, missing. Maybe that's where we get the answers for Seeking, Josh. I wonder how many comics there are. Uh, I don't know. Josh is going to locate uh, these now because he, he likes rare. that kind of shit. It's uh, it, it featured a script written by Stephen Romero and the artwork, coloring, and visual effects by Michael Bro- Bloom, Broom, Noah David Henson, and Richard uh, Berndini. Uh, the first uh, the first issue was only available a limited oh only available in a limited edition of two thousand copies. All of them <laughs> autographed on the cover by Don. So there's only one. I guess. I guess it just didn't take off, Josh. Uh, so guess a... guess how much the autograph super rare two thousand prints sell for? Ten bucks. Thirty two dollars. Josh is buying one now. <laughs> he wants to know what other Josh. content there is. <laughs> uh, Aaron already mentioned this, so thanks for uh, drinking my Kool-Aid, bud. But uh, Reggie Bannister's future wife, Gigi Bannister, worked on production with the gory special effects makeup. Oh, I'm just teasing. Teasing. Sorry. Uh, I, I, hey, tease away. Hey. I, hey. I knew that. I, that was that was my makeup area, so I had to mention Absolutely. It. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, the movie's working title was Phantasm Four Infinity, but it was changed to Phantasm Oblivion during post-production. And finally, at around the 11-minute mark, in a sequence showing Mike, Reggie, and Jody playing guitar, sitting on the hood of a car, the same actors, Michael Baldwin, Reggie Bannister, and Bill Thornberry, are actually the ones playing the part. No younger actors were used at all. Hmm. And that was Trivia Time with Tim. Trivia Time! Excellent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, thanks for that, Tim. Now it's time, gentlemen, for us to provide our final thoughts and say goodbye to 
Oblivion. We're going to start tonight with Aaron. Okay. Go out, go, go out with a good a good review coming at the start. <laughs> Thanks, Tim. Thanks. Who says it's going to be good? Mm, Might be all right. Pretty sure. Could be right, pretty good. This. What the fuck? <clears throat> My ordeal with this whole thing. Can what you see this? this? Oh, wicked! It's Reggie. That's the that's comic. the Reg. That's the <laughs> that's the style of art in the comic. I love yeah, it. it's gross. <laughs> All right, Aaron, please proceed with your review and final. It's not going to be that long because uh, everyone else's will probably be a lot longer. I'll save some some debauchery time for those two, I guess, or three or whatever. But uh, I enjoyed this movie. I thought it was uh, from watching it years ago to watching it just a few days ago. It had done like a one eighty for me because this was one of my. <laughs> this was one of my. This was one of my films in the series that I didn't really, I couldn't grasp, and I do kind of get the whole, uh, the whole, you know, time traveling thing and stuff. Now it made more sense this time around. Um, I, I'm not going to shit on this movie at all because all my favorite, all the people that I look up to and things like Howard Berger and Robert Kurtzman, you know, uh, and the KNB KNB effects group. Uh, were involved with, with creating the effects and things for this film. Um, they might have shot it in 23 days, but at least they didn't, you know, at least they didn't go cheap on the effects. And uh, the effects, I think, kind of bring this one uh, back around so it doesn't get an S for shit uh, from my cohorts here. Um, I <laughs> I like the extremes uh, that this movie goes to, whether you're shooting it in the in the desert, like I said. I really like the the palette that they used um, with certain scenes, uh, um, blending out some edges uh, when you first meet Morningside, and and then when you get into the hardcore uh, gore and stuff of it, it's it's you know some of it's pretty hardcore. So I like how they've gone from from you know one extreme to the other uh, throughout the film. <laughs> um, I think they tried to explain it as best they could. Uh, Don's outlook on this whole film, I think, yeah, is is confusing. I get it. I get it. But uh, to me, I, I enjoyed this and I, 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 I'm not going to shit on it. I'm going to give this movie like a, a, a PG. Okay. So pretty good. So I'm a little surprised at that. I yeah. thought it would have been higher. Well, I was going to give it an R, but it's still, if, if it was years ago when I was doing this review, it would have been like, you know, like a G. Um, but it went up because, you know, I really enjoy the first three. Um, I love the Phantasm series anyway. Uh, could they have done better on, on number five? I, I really think that they could have. And let's hope that they do like a, a reboot of this um, down the road. Not of this film, but of the series. We're going to the theater, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Opening night! <laughs> Yeah, I know that there's a cult following for this. For this, uh... cults are bad. You can... <laughs> That's not a good reason. They drink the Kool Aid and they die. They trick you into horrible, horrible things. Yeah, you gotta wear robes and say silly things and yeah. Yeah. listen to some guy talk about how great these movies are. And you gotta you have them. sex with you people sing and weird little songs about it. <laughs> the cult of Costarelli. Yeah. Oh. I do like the fact that they did do the practical effects with the balls too, up to this this movie. Um, and when yeah. we re review the next one, I, I'll I'll be all over that. I'll tell you because 
yeah, they really, really fucked up on the fifth one when it comes to that. Hey, you're talking about four. Keep it I in know. your pants. Andrew. I'm trying. Keep it in your pants, Aaron. Yeah. All right. Yep. Next up, Mr. Lambert. Regalus. <laughs> Uh, this fucking movie introduced, <laughs> and you could end it right there, John. This fucking so fucking... much unnecessary confusion, and it didn't help to resolve existing confusion. <laughs> like, what? Do, you, they make this tuning fork thing that's like the Danzig Makima, the 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 be all end all uh, defeater of the tall man. Like, oh yeah, it's been here the whole time, remember? It was like the episode of fucking Rick Sanchez and the Poopy Butthole, and they're like, oh yeah, remember Poopy Butthole? He's been here the whole time. No, no, he wasn't. He wasn't there. <laughs> movie's garbage. Oh, they're all fucking garbage. I'm so confused. I... <laughs> you don't have to say anything else for words. I don't even know what to say. Get a paper bag. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like I need to. I, the only redeeming factors are the fact that you use practical effects. Mm. And, uh, that's not even enough for me to not rate it as for shit. It, this film is shit. Is it, it's garbage. You're... It's so confusing. It added time travel and dimensional vortexes <laughs> into a film that already makes no goddamn sense. It was so <laughs> unnecessary. Tuning forks, unnecessary. Shit. A real shit movie. Rated S for shit from Josh. Oh, gosh. Here we there go. you have it, everyone. <laughs> All right. Josh has dumped the brown. Tim! Dump the brown? <laughs> Josh is taking a shit on the movie. All right. So, like, uh, like every entry into this series, I've gone into it. As optimistic so as I possibly can for my dear, dear friend Aaron, who loves Good. this series, and I, I, every time I'm fucking utterly disappointed. <laughs> um, and I don't understand how they keep making them. It gets <laughs> more convoluted, and like it doesn't make like you think a sequel would build on the story the story and like it would like give you more right but it give you more it it gets worse with every sequel and like just when i think the last one was completely unbearable like this one happens and it's unbearable and like at the end of the film i'm sitting there and i'm like am i fucking idiot Am I an idiot? And that that's a statement that goes across many, many questions I have. Like, am I an idiot that I keep watching these? Am I an idiot that I just don't get the story? Am I just an idiot? Like, I just... Um, and, and the thing that really bugs me about this is that... Um, like... Uh, uh, the, the thing that bugs me the one thing <laughs> the main um, thing no like it's this movie only has like six characters and that's it and the movie has no plot and the action doesn't fit well with the fucking the rest of the series and like 
I know some people say like, you know, three is the worst or five is the worst. And I, I, I've just like, I, I, I really didn't like this movie and I just like it, like all movies, it does have redeeming qualities. Like I said earlier to Aaron, I thought the special effects, the practical shit, I'm 100% down for practical effects. But like my dear friend, Josh said, there's only so many sprinkles you can put on a piece of dog <laughs> shit. Like, you know what I mean? Until you're just drowning it in, like, I I very reluctantly, very reluctantly have to also rate this S for shit. I don't want to. It pains my heart because I know, I know what this series means to Aaron. <laughs> but I have to be honest with myself. <laughs> I'm you know what the best honest, part of this movie is, action. Tim? What? You know what the best part of this movie is, Tim? What? It makes the first one look not so bad. Yeah. Hmm. I think that's why there's a cult following, because they keep watching it over and over, <laughs> and the further you get, the more the first one looks better. And <laughs> that process just continues. You know what? No, if like you were to tell me at this point, hey, we're going to watch Phantasm. We haven't watched it in a while. The first one? I would. Like, oh, right. Let's pop that puppy okay. in. All right. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just, I don't know, man. Like, it's just, it's just, uh, it's a very strange way of story telling a story. And I get that he's trying to be original. And I, I commend him for, you know, being part of this process for, you know, all four movies up to this point. And it's his vision. And there's, there's no people trying to tell him otherwise. He's got my fucking respect. It's just I don't like these movies. We're just too stupid. Yeah. Am I an idiot? Yeah. That's why I like this group, boys. Like, that's not the question you're supposed to ask after a movie to yourself in a dark room. Am I an idiot? <laughs> like, it's just the credits roll and it's dead silence. Am I an like, idiot? I think I'm fucking stupid. <laughs> There's <laughs> Anyways, that's fine. I, uh, right. I rated S. All right, perfect. All right, gentlemen, I'm going to keep mine very, very short and to the point. After what I consider to be the highlight of the series, part three, this movie becomes a total fucking disappointment in a lot of ways. It doesn't do anything to progress the story anything better. In fact, it shits all over the story, in my opinion. And it really does. I can't help but fucking think about Star Wars now. Thanks, guys. Like, it literally comes across as a shitty Star Wars horror adventure. And it's weird that way now. Um, That's awesome. The only (laughs) saving grace that this movie has is, in fact, the special effects. Which is one thing that all of the movies truly do put some love into. But it's almost like they blow the the effects or they blow the budget on the effects. We're gonna hire the great effects work, and even the effects team is going, "Why the fuck are we making beetle boobs for this lady here?" I don't know. We're getting. Paid. I don't know. Shut we're up. getting paid. Shut up. He didn't. He didn't even haggle on the price. You know what I mean? Like that's the conversation. He didn't even haggle on the price. He's giving us full fucking worth. So just do it. Um. <laughs> And and I say this with the utmost respect to the to Don Coscarelli because he has produced some good shit. Like I love Bubba Hotep. I think it's fucking fun. This yeah. this though is like this is what happens when you let somebody unsupervised who shouldn't be 
fucking out in the wild. They produce this shit. You know what I mean? This is the kind of stuff that happens. And like I said, it's like, we need to do all of this. But somebody should have been like, you bring know, it in, like, bring it, bring in. it in. Like, come oh, on, man. No, you can't blow all the fucking budget on special effects. Yeah, we need some good special effects. But can't we, like, hire somebody to help you make some sense out of the fucking story? Do you know who I am? Do you know I'm Don, I'm Don Coscarelli. <laughs> Could you imagine the amount of effort it would take at this point to have this film make sense? And if you had the they proper... They would need some of the best writers in Hollywood. If you had the proper writer, half an hour. Done! And all of a sudden, part four is like the saving grace of the series. But I picture Don Coscarelli going, Do you know who I am? And Reggie's going, You tell him. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? What's that phrase? If, if a... A million chimpanzees on typewriters would write Shakespeare. I think you would need a million of the Hollywood's best writers in a room for a million years to write something that made sense in the phantasm. (laughs) So with this, I can honestly say for all that it's worth, the visuals and the special effects in this movie make up for a lot. And Reggie's one-liners are fun and dopey. But the rest of the movie falls flat. I can't in any good feelings give this movie a total shit rating so i'm gonna have to stick with good g it's it's a good it's 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 worth just to say you saw it it's good enough to watch so there we go we got two shits a good and a pretty good that's uh it's a pretty sounds like like a good night (laughs) it sounds like a pretty good shit it's a pretty good shit all right gentlemen thanks uh for for throwing out your feelings on the table about this movie and enduring it in honor of our good friend aaron Aww. and thank you everybody for joining us on this very 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 special wrap it the fuck up episode on phantasm thank you for joining us Check. what do you mean wrap it up we got another one no, no yeah no, i i but we're wrapping this is like nearing the end. We're over the fucking hump at this point, right? Okay. So once again, thank you very much for joining us, everybody. Check out all of our content. Misunderstood Our Company. We're on Facebook. Like, share, and subscribe. We're also on YouTube. Misunderstood Our Company. Like, share, and subscribe. We produce audio copies of all of these episodes on all the various and uh, most popular podcasting platforms, including, but not limited to, Google Play, iTunes, and Spotify, as well as amazon music we're also on patreon open up your hearts and your wallets buy tim a coffee because well look at the guy he needs coffee <laughs> wow there you go he's he sees after watching phantasm he needs a coffee <laughs> and yeah. until next time josh what's like What's the tuning fork in the fucking mustard green blood in the Jawas? In the mouth custard. Fucking stupid movie. (laughs) Custard. Fucking stupid. Aaron! (laughs) (laughs) That was Josh's goodbye. What the fuck was this movie? (laughs) Custard. (laughs) I was an ice cream vendor by trade. Now I'm a badass. <laughs> Are you though? <laughs> and Tim. Am I an idiot? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. Thank you everybody. Until next time. See you later. Good night. <laughs>